0: Hi, this is Chris Baldwin, aka Fight Goddess with Skull Combat Sports Equipment, and you are listening to Eddie Goldman with No Holes Barred.
1: Hi, my name is Melissa Smith from GirlBoxing.org, and I'm listening to No Holes Barred with Eddie Goldman.
2: Hello, everyone around the world! Once again, this is Eddie Goldman on No Holds Barred. On this edition of the show, we once again spoke with our colleagues Chris Baldwin of The War Room and Melissa Smith of Girl Boxing on The War Room. A video of this discussion has also been posted on the War Sports YouTube page. We spoke with them by Zoom Tuesday, October 18th. What a fight! Clarissa Shields and Savannah Marshall gave it all they had in a Fight of the Year candidate on October 15th at a packed O2 arena in London. We had an in-depth discussion about this fight and the entire All Women's Card which it headlined and what this all means for women's boxing and boxing in general. But... Both pro and amateur boxing have plenty of problems and scandals dragging them down, and we discuss those too. Now, for that discussion.
0: Welcome back to the War Room, my beautiful people and fight fans from all around the world. We are here today to talk about women's boxing because it was an epic weekend for women's boxing I'm here with my co-host Melissa Smith she is a women's boxing historian so you know she has all the details and the expert analysis for you and my boy Eddie we call him the conscious of combat sports Goldman Mr. Goldman is the head of no Holes barred news all right so Eddie and Melissa, you guys saw that fight and it's going to be uh, rebroadcast tonight. The Clarissa Shields, I'm talking the Clarissa Shields and Savannah Marshall fight was just amazing. One, because my girl, uh, 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 Clarissa Run, right? So uh, we are stoked o- about that over here in America. And also, the Baumgartner upsetting, uh, Michaela. Michaela, that was Ooh, something. Weed. I thought Michaela might have pulled it out, but you know she lost her way a little bit. But we're going to talk about all of that yep. right now, Melissa. And you're about to be into in, in Vegas for the Women's Boxing Hall of Fame, right?
1: So I am indeed. Watch. That is like insane. The That's ninth right. uh, induction uh, ceremony for the International Women's Boxing Hall of Fame. That's It'll right. be at the Orleans Casino in Las Vegas and on saturday the 22nd it is down it is just so amazing we're going to have christy martin there she's going to be giving one of the speeches al bernstein can you believe that al what bernstein's going to be there who has really you know become a huge champion of women's boxing so we are freaking excited He knows should be up. really fun fun what's deal
0: up women's boxing is exploding and it's a hot topic and i'm thankful for boxer for rebroadcasting broadcasting this fight tonight On BBC, I think it's going to be on BBC Three, but you guys, you can you can find it online. So just Google that shit and find uh, the Shields uh, Savannah Marshall fight. It Mm -hmm. is like it's in the play for like what fight of the year? They talk about that. Oh, definitely fight of the year. It's one of the The leading candidate, leading
1: candidate. I mean, that's right. Fantastic epic fight. I mean, and Clarissa Shields, but you have to understand, coming into this fight, there she is, twelve and zero. 27 years of age, just 10 years after winning her first gold medal in the Olympics. She comes back in 2016, wins her second. She does not turn pro till five years ago in 2017, right? Wow. And here she is. This is her third undisputed undisputed title crown. She has 13 major belts. Damn. How insane is that? I didn't even know
0: there was that many belts out there.
1: That telling you, you know, the girl needs just people to bear her, her she right. need to have an entourage just to carry her belts. It's right. crazy.
0: That it is crazy.
1: It is crazy.
0: But beautiful boxing, right? Like I just saw her go in for the gusto. She had a point to fucking prove because Savannah beat her by points. Right. In an amateur girl. Yeah. Right. But you know what? I saw when I heard that I did not factor in the uh fight matching. So the fight fixing that was going on during the Olympics back then. So now I know why Savannah won.
1: Well, there, there's a little of that. You know, look, she was had just literally turned 17 two months before. She was 16 when Ooh. she won. Clarissa, Clarissa, was 16, was 16 years when she won a place in the Olympic trials in the United States. Wow. 16. She turned 17. She's in the world's. She got eliminated by Savannah Marshall. Could it have? It wasn't at the Olympics. It was in the in the worlds. Could there have been some shenanigans?
0: I believe that now.
1: Very possibly. We don't know for sure. Um, Savannah had been, you know, she's a few years. She's three years older than Clarissa's Shows she had been around, but Clarissa. Clarissa had beat women who had, who Savannah had defeated, like Mary Spencer mm-hmm. from Canada, who was a really tough fighter, and she's now. In a contender for the 154 division, but Clarissa on Saturday night, she um, she came in to win, and it was evident from the moment the fight started. She was unrelenting. She just went lefts, rights, hooks, body, a lot of work to the body, and you could hear those shots thud. You could hear the uh-huh. sh- thud on Savannah's body. She never stopped for the first five rounds of the never fight. Never, never stopped. Never stopped. And, you know, when, when Savannah came back in the sixth, had her wind, um, and uh, Clarissa got hit in the eye and apparently really couldn't see in the sixth, seventh, and eighth round. Maybe it started to come back in the ninth and tenth, but certainly couldn't see in the sixth and the seventh. But she was like, okay. She also had a cut. Savannah yeah. was like, talking to her saying i cut you you got a cut and Clarissa was like oh yeah boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> not for her you know right. listen this was a really tough hard fought but what it showed was that Clarissa has dimensions to her she fighting does. game she, she has does. dimensions she fights off the adversary. there is no way she was going to lose and at the end of the day it was not particularly close savannah did her best she really i mean that and that was the thing about this fight it really was the best fighting the best mm-hmm. but what savannah had was not enough will never be enough right because Clarissa is just this unique combination of a born athlete she's been boxing since she was 11 years old and a human being who through her character has had to learn how to work through mm-hmm. the most horrific of adversary, adversity mm-hmm. and come out on top. And to me, I sat there in tears. I sat there in tears when the fight started. I sat there in tears when the card started. Right. I sat there in tears through the fight. After the fight, when she was speaking and talking and, and wrapping it up for us and saying, hey, it's right. not only about me. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fight's over. All the shit talk's done, essentially, is what she was saying. I'm here not only for me, I'm here for all of us. It's our time. Acknowledging the history, acknowledging all the work that came before and how it's up to them to lift it up. She gets it. And I just sat there my balling my eyes out (laughs) going, quote, quote, quote. She is my quote.
0: And that was a pretty uh, entertaining walkout though, right? Her walkout. Oh
1: my God. Right. And or she has some moves. You know, <laughs> right. I, I saw her in an interview in um it was on uh, ESPN and she was asked who her heroes were and she talked a lot about Beyonce uh... and how she wanted to be Bay. You know, she wanted that. She wanted that that to her is what she's aspiring to being able to command and control her world, but also to to have all that depth and multi-dimension. Right. And she wants that as an athlete, but she also wants that as a person who's navigating her way through a, to a much larger platform. Right. This is a woman who has ideas. She has thoughts. She has places she wants to go. And, and the thing about it is that what she is doing is paying it forward in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. She is bringing us all along with her on this journey. And I have to say, you know, she has a smart team around her and Dimitri Salida, Mark Tappet. This is not the usual route that people go. Right. Like Pro. She didn't go with top rank. She didn't go with Goldemore. She didn't go with the known quantities. She went with people who were discerning and who she with whom she could be discerning and who right. really said, we're signing on. We want you to be our partners. We want to partner with you for where you want to go in your future. Right. that was so evident. Um, And of course, look, Boxer came out with the numbers Monday saying we had two million plus eyes on that fight. Beautiful. um, Over 150 countries. And what I've learned is that on the Sky Sports side, they did not limit it a sports subscription, it's a subscription service, Sky, but they put it on their main channel oh. so they didn't limit it so it could be seen by anybody who had Sky, they did not have to have a sports subscription, and that is how they were really able to enhance their share. And the other thing that uh Ben Sh- uh, Shalom from Boxer talked about was that ESPN couldn't believe what was going on as the fights, as the fight card went on they were getting more and more and more viewers it was exponential
0: wow and that's amazing it had more
1: viewers than haney cambosis damn this is like ESPN plus
0: so that is uh, incredible
1: so and what if you look back to april 30th in madison square garden when amanda serrano and katie taylor fought to zone and Claimed 1.5 million eyes. So that's a half a million more people tuning in to watch this fight card.
2: And 1.5 million worldwide. Worldwide. The yep. Zones in a lot of different countries. Yeah.
1: So the same thing like in sky is worldwide. So you know, they they also, I don't know that they had the reach of 150 countries but they had a wide reach on the Maybe two right.
2: UK and Ireland, I think.
1: Yeah. But they had it on, on other uh other uh locales D zone. Um so it, it really was quite an extraordinary event. You know, we had Alicia Baumgartner and Michaela Mayer they were the co-main event. That going into that fight there were a lot of bad blood. I mean nasty Yamini, Yamina Yamina you know, oh, you, you, look, right. you know, Alicia Baumgartner, you're a Karen. I mean
0: Yeah. It um, was
1: getting edgy there. But um in the fight, you know it's well, a couple of interesting things. What was trending on Twitter after the fight was robbed. I was like, oh, robbed? Who was robbed? robbed. <laughs> it was, like, May- was, was like Mayor was robbed.
0: Mayor thought cool. she was robbed. She She thought
1: she was robbed and Twitter thought, you know, boxing Twitter was all about robbery. I didn't Uh, see it that way. uh -uh. But anyway, so they had um, they had an explosive relationship prior to the fight. It did not necessarily translate Uh, into an explosive fight at all in the ring. It was actually a very technical fight. And it looked to me as if Mayer never relaxed till really the eighth or ninth round. She never let really let loose. I think she could have easily won that fight. To me, it was her fight to lose. But whatever reason, she was tense as she could be. And um, very stiff and not in her usual... She usually has this beautiful jab that just controls everything. And then she's able to come in and out and work at distance and then come inside, use a lot of body shots. I did not see that sort of elegant effortlessness at all. Baumgartner was just fucking with her most of the fight. You know, Ooh. she's like, pop and go. Pop right, and go. running around the Dancing ring. Dancing around, yammering right? her mouth yeah. to her. It just, yeah. I don't know what the heck was up. And so she got Yeah, to she win. could have
0: beat Baumgartner. She could have beat her.
1: I really thought she could have. I, yeah. I was surprised by how the fight was executed. I don't know what Coach Al said. I don't know what he was really saying to her because we couldn't really hear what was happening in the corner. But uh, she was quite shocked at the loss. She really thought she won. Kind of just left the the screen. And then, you know, which left Baumgartner alone in the ring in the pre-after post-fight. And she was like, eh. she was not feeling particularly magnanimous. And when asked, is she going to give her a rematch? She said, hell no, I'm going to go fight Choi. I want to. The- not no, but you undisputed. know it, it, no,
0: what what <laughs> kills me about Baumgartner was, you know, first, her first comment was, I want to thank God and right. blah, blah, blah with that. And then they said, do you want to give a uh, mayor a run back? She said, I'm not giving that bitch a run back. You know, that's what she said. Rob <laughs> was like, oh, shit. Right. What happened? Yeah, I want to was... thank God. No, I'm not getting <laughs> yeah, right. no run back. Like, girl, please. Yeah. Ugh.
1: You know, I have to say, you know, Shields <laughs> and Marshall handled it a lot better. Yeah, they both better. because they they knew the moment. They had both worked so hard, not right. only for, you know, to be there in their own fight, but they understood the marketing of the moment. And that's what made it. there's no way that he would get two million eyes without an incredible right. amount of work. Exactly. Of which uh Marshall and and uh Shields harried the lion's share of that. I would say Shields was the main mm-hmm. ha- it was all on her shoulders essentially. But but uh um uh, Marshall, you know, did what she could. It's against her natural instinct. She's she's not that she's not like a in-your-face loud kind of person. She's r- rather more retiring. Um, but Shields and her team, Boxer and his team, uh folks at Sky Sports, they really, really wanted this. And in part, what made it possible was the MSG. You couldn't have done it a year ago, but Taylor Serrano made it possible. They had apparently, which I had known, uh, Adam Smith from Sky Sports had talked about the fact that they had actually tried to do an all-female card with Katie Taylor at the head before all of this. It, when when Sky and DAZN, and Match Matchroom were still together, uh, or Dazone and Sky were still together, it just never materialized. He didn't go into why, and I'll try to tease that out for the future. But um, it did happen now. And I was really, in the interviews, I was really struck by the commitment these folks are truly making to the sport. And they also see this as saving boxing in a way. You know, they they had a really really seriously bloody nose with the connor ben situation um, with the uh, you know being found to have uh, uh tested positive for steroids and um or for an so illegal dumb. Yeah, they really are.
0: It's just, it's just like,
1: the the guys are just. You think you're stupid. not gonna get
0: caught? <laughs> right. I'm like, come on, dude. You're. This is what so, I and, never and, understood. And, yeah. And it,
1: it really, it had an effect on the boxing week. On some of the boxing media in UK, you were like, "Oh, fuck this!" Right. We're not even gonna deal with this shield spitting. Forget it. We're done with boxing. That did evolve and it changed. And as Eddie pointed out, you know, BBC is now replaying boxer and and they have come out and said number 1 they're getting back into broadcasting boxing for the first time i think since like the early 2000s maybe 2004 or something like that 2006 and but beyond that part of it is because of women's boxing because they really believe in what they are seeing in the sport and the way that the sport is executed which gets us to the you know the undercard with some fabulous fights i don't know if you saw caroline dubois fighting uh millennic oh Leva. i did she had a fourth round uh knock down, a knockdown in the fourth round and got a, a tko in the fifth damn she was good
0: she's pretty that aggressive was the best, too. Yeah. that was the
1: best i've seen her she she's grown exponentially since mm. her first pro fight uh april hunter was good you know i mean paris uh arting arting stall she put on a really good performance that was only her second fight she's uh she's quite 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 strong so there is some really great talent um you know just coming into the game coming out of the amateurs um coming out of olympics and Mm -hmm. you know olympic gold medal winners they got european championships so you know, when we get to start talking about the fucking IBA and how they've screwed up the opportunities for the future in boxing at the Olympics, it is heartbreaking because it will kill women's boxing. It is o- it is only here because of the Olympics mm-hmm. and take the Olympics away. What do you got? How do you continue to sustain the amateur programs in these countries? So anyway, the future is was on this card in terms of future champions, future opportunities for champions. Uh, Just an extraordinarily exciting night. Uh, One of the big themes was, you know, okay, time to get it in America. Uh, And that was Andre Ward was like, okay, okay, America, what the hell? Right,
0: wake up, it's time, make make
1: this money. Make this money. And, you know, if there is a rematch, you know, they're they're between Marshall and, and Shields. Uh, they would probably try to do it in America. We'll see. You know, I mean, lot lot can happen and we don't know what that's going to look like. But Shields herself did confirm. She got her seven figures. So good on her. And now it's time for eight.
0: That's you right. Know, you know, well, Canelo, she's building her empire. So, you
1: know, she'll make, she'll get there. She'll make it. She'll but uh, yeah. Anyway, just extraordinary night. I'm still... Wonderful. Uh, Feeling remarkably emotional about it, having followed this for a long, long time, and having written about these women um, for a long time. Right to, to see it just,
0: manifest
2: in front of to us. To see yeah. that in front all of right.
1: us, and and the heart and soul that these women
2: put into that fight night is just extraordinary. Exactly. I think this fight showed a lot of different things. First of all, it's the continuing maturity. <clears throat> pardon me of Clarissa shields both as a person and a fighter her technique in this fight overall was so much better than marshall she was sitting down on her punches marshall had a lot of arm punches and was a bit wilder even even later in the fight when she b- began to pick up some rounds the only thing you could take away from Clarissa Shields is she doesn't have that, that one-punch knockout power. But as we've talked about, she's fought very tough opposition since day one as a pro. And also, you have the 10, the ten two-minute rounds, which against top opposition makes it more difficult to build up uh, to a knockout. So you have to take that into account, but she looked really, really sharp. But Clarissa Shields is not the first African American woman who had to go to Europe to really get a a big payday and make a major name for herself. I mean, Josephine Baker and many others come to mind. Uh, Nina Simone had a lot of success in Europe, where a lot of people were trashing her in the United States. And while this fight, you know, we discussed, sold out the the O2 arena. got 2 million people on Sky to watch it. BBC is picking up the replay. All these things happening in the U.S. It was only on an app, not on American TV. And a lot of people might have tuned into that. But it's just a disgrace that a fight like this, which is a clear leader as a fight of the year candidate, was not on American TV and was just in the afternoon in the United States with the Americans winning in the the main the two main fights of Clarissa Shields and Alicia Baumgartner. They had to go to Europe, to the UK, to make their name. And another thing about the buildup to this fight, after the fight, Clarissa Shields was very clear that a lot of the trash talk, a lot of the stuff she said about Marshall – she didn't believe she just did it to get into her head and, you know, sell the tickets and all that, that type of stuff. Um And I, and I frankly wished you didn't have to do that stuff. And she didn't feel like she had to do that kind of stuff. Uh, but it, it was a real seminal moment because this fight, as we said before, the, the Taylor Serrano fight, it really put women's boxing in 2022 at the forefront of all of boxing and the heavy the top heavyweights after Usyk and Joshua they're not fighting each other and there's a lot of nonsense Crawford and Spence aren't fighting each other there's one excuse after another and here you have these two major fights in different weight classes of uh Shields and Marshall of uh Mayer and Baumgartner and of Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano taking place and I think there have been other fights too. This is just a banner year and as usual the United States is just way behind the curve PBC had another pay-per-view card uh, the same night, no women's fights. You no. saw people paid 75 bucks to watch Deontay Wilder throw three punches and with a, a right cross at the end of round one, knocked out Robert Helene is cold. Oh my goodness! And so yeah, I that guess was, was ridiculous. pay paid twenty five dollars per punch to to watch that in Wilder's comeback. And what, When is this is this going to change? As 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 all these moves are going on in the UK, what's going on with a bigger market and the more money is in the United States? To still not. They're still not doing it. And Claressa Shields, as you know, has been on just about every network. She was on Showtime. She was on HBO. She was on DAZN. She's fought on ESPN in MMA, where she's a novice. Yet here in boxing, with all of her years of accolades, and and she has these pictures of her with these a zillion belts that she's won, she can't get on uh, a major network uh, television.
1: No, no, I mean, listen, she went to boxer because they were willing to give her the seven Mm -hmm. figures she was looking for. Showtime would not, you know, that that's just the fact and uh, power to her for doing it and for, you know, having a team that helped guide her to that so that she could get to where she wanted to go with partners who really believe in women's boxing. And, you know, if the marketplace is talking, well, maybe finally the these folks will wake up a little and say, holy shit, they made money. They made a lot of money. I mean, yeah, they, they, there was an investment in the promotion. Don't make any mistake about that. Not exactly. And they had the expense of having to cancel a fight because of the death of Queen Elizabeth, reschedule it. That was not cheap. But the eyes on that fight... And I got to tell you, the media in the UK was nuts. And even in the United States, New York Times had two articles on it. Rolling Stone magazine had a sports page, where to see the Claressa Shields fight. Rolling Stone online did that. So it did cross over. It did make some noise. Um, So we'll see where all this leads. There, is, there are some exciting fights coming up in the UK. <laughs> Who's the fighting? Next, well, you got T- Katie Taylor's fighting on the 29th. All and then right. she's fighting a fighter from Argentina. You October
0: got, 29th?
1: Yep. Next All weekend. Right. Uh, you know, a week, week from Saturday. And you got. Um, um, it's a
2: mandatory, right?
1: Yeah, it's a mandatory. You when got you Natasha- a, a
2: mil- When you have a million belts, you have a million <laughs> men.
1: Yeah, and then so yeah, and then you got Tasha Jones is fighting at one fifty four again. She's fighting oh, wow. Maria de Car to unify further. That's gonna be a good. You know, fight. know, that's gonna be a really good fight. Um, so uh, th- there's some. Uh, you got Chantel Cameron and Jessica Mc- uh, Jessica McCaskill coming up. Some really big freaking fights, and where are they all gonna be? In the UK, UK baby.
2: But the the In New, New York, York Times article on this didn't bother to send a writer to London. No, they, no. And they had they had the article written by an MMA guy who, you know, should is a candidate, you know, while Shields and Marshall is a candidate for fighter of the year. He's a candidate for the Roger Mayweather Award. <laughs> he talked about. Deontay Wilder, who's a right-handed fighter, knocked out Hellenius with a, quote, right hook. I mean, if you don't know that only a Southpaw can throw a right hook, but a right-handed fighter throws a straight right or a right cross. If you don't know the basic terminology, it's like saying, I just watched uh, the Yankee game and they won five points to one. Uh, no, you shouldn't be announcing baseball or writing right. about baseball if you – <laughs> if you don't know the difference there, you know, and yeah. it was this, five, is a, this is yeah, five York, <laughs> this is New Love. This is the New York right. Times. We're not talking <laughs> about some somebody putting up that in fact if you looked on Twitter, you find a better analysis and a greater understanding from just the fans who post on Twitter than you would in the in the mainstream media. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, if you if you talk in boxing Twitter and you talk in all of the boxing shows, I mean, the lead was women won the weekend hands down. What hands the fuck down. was that with Wilder? That was just obviously, you know, paid to lose. You know, right. talk about the plant yeah. ko. A, a thirty eight year old it.
2: guy who had been knocked out by Gerald Washington.
1: You know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. And then you got the Cambosis fight. Well, everybody knew that Cambosis wasn't going to be able to get a shot off. And then you had a great fight between Johnson and, and uh, um, what's her name? Uh, Ramadan. And then that happened. That had ended bizarrely. Susie Ramadan at the end of it. fight. Well, I lost, but you know, she's on steroids. She's on drugs. It's like, what the fuck is out of here? <laughs> Meanwhile, Ramadan was fighting like this. Boom.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs>
1: Cuts the girl with this huge gash on her eye. It was Right, it was amazing they didn't call it fight, but they were able to keep it like reasonably bloody. Was that on the PBC like,
0: card? I missed that.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. That was on the Cambosis card. Oh my yeah, I missed. Oh that. Oh my, love. you know, it was Australian, all Australia, yeah. and dang, <laughs> that was so, she was great. She has a belt too, so it was a great, great freaking weekend. And our girl had the hearty one, so yay! She right, won her right fight, on, so right
0: on. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> right on. So, Eddie, well, what do you got going on over there? Well,
2: I just put up. I don't want to be necessarily a contrarian, but sometimes one must be. One must be. And, yes. and
0: with and all the, we have the perfect the,
2: person. <laughs> yes. Well, with all the, the, well, I'm just sticking. I'm just sticking to the facts. <laughs> With all the, the great things that we've talked about, and, and we could do much more, as a matter of fact, about uh, Shields and Marshall, and hopefully we can get Claressa on again. Yep, yep. yep. With all the, these things that are going on, I just did an article that's on my Patreon that you can have to pay for because the idiot websites won't pay for, called The September of Boxing's Years. And you could sing along with uh, Sinatra's version of the September of my years and even September song while you discuss this. And it it begins by analyzing the new list that Sports Pro Media put out called the most marketable athletes of 2022. And they put out a top 100, but the main emphasis is on the top 50. And in the past, boxers had been Very high on this list several years ago at his peak, Anthony Joshua was number two. This is of all athletes in the world, not just boxers or combat sports athletes. And a couple of years ago in uh, 2021, you had uh, Canelo was also very highly rated. And I'm just looking up what number he was. He was uh, number one at one point, right? No, yeah, I think he was, he was, was like two. I don't. He was number. I wrote this in the article. Where I put this? He was number four in mm. 2021. Wow! But this year, with Joshua losing to Usyk, with who knows what's going on with Fury, he, change, he Comes out with another song and dance every day. Sometimes more than one time a day. With Canelo losing. You, don't, you haven't seen these a replacement of these stars in men's boxing. So this year, there were no men's boxers in the top 50. Mm. But there was one boxer in the top 50 coming in at number 47, someone we discussed earlier, Katie Taylor. Again, showing the rise of women's boxing that the most marketable boxer in the world, according to Sports Pro Media, number one on their list would be Katie Taylor, number yep. 47 in the world. And if you want to see the kind of athletes she's between, she's right between Novak Djokovic and Rory McIlroy, I mean, really famous major worldwide celebrities. And this is with Katie Taylor not being able to fight In her home country, Ireland, because of all the the Hutch-Kinahan feud, the Regency Hotel shooting. Hutch is now this week on trial for the murder (laughs) at the Regency Hotel, which led to no boxing being uh, taking place because it wouldn't be safe. I don't necessarily think it's banned, but it would be an absolute security nightmare. Normally, a, a boxer like Katie Taylor who is considered the number one or two most popular athlete of all athletes in Ireland, along with Kelly Harrington, would be fighting at Croke Park, the the huge 80,000-seat stadium in Dublin. Because Just like you had Joshua fighting in these huge stadiums in the UK, Canelo's fought in, in huge stadiums in the United States. Katie Taylor would fill that up too, but she can't do it. Because you still have this gang feud going on. And again, the effects of the, of having Kinnahan tolerated in a key part in boxing for many years continues with limiting Katie Taylor, which he can fight. And also Tyson Fury the number one heavyweight in the world is banned from the United States. We fought several times in Las Vegas and was making a name for himself in the United States. He can't come back because of his ties to uh, Daniel Kinahan, who's still on the loose. So these are just some of the other issues and uh, other factors that I, I talk about in terms of the overall decline of boxing. And frankly, there is still a lot of people that I know in boxing who dismiss women's boxing, who won't talk about it, who won't report about it, who scoff at it and so forth. Even though it's, it's the main force moving the whole sport forward wow. today. And even though the women's boxers are getting better and better in their technique, again, it's newer. We talk about as only in the Olympics since, 2012 Olympic boxing started in 1904, and of course had hundreds of years, and of course goes back to the ancient Greek Olympics and all that. the The growth of women's boxing is a much newer phenomenon, and 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 Melissa would probably know. I'm not sure exactly the first year you had a women's amateur world championships, but was somewhere around 99 or 2000 or something like that. So it's much newer as as an organized is an organized force and it's improving but you still have a lot of people won't talk about it. Yeah,
1: I don't know if you heard me but the first uh, uh the first national the first amateur international uh, championship was held in 1999 in Pennsylvania. And within, you know, 12 years later they were in the Olympics and that took um they they were able to get it to a vote in 20, 2008 uh, nice. after the Chinese Olympics. So it's quite something, quite a remarkable
2: Trajectory. It was la- the right. last sport to have both men's and women's division of all the, of all of the Olympic sports. The last yeah. one, the next to last one was wrestling. So in 2004, so it shows you the combat sports are just the, the misogyny and the backwardsness in these sports. But just-
1: What's interesting though, is that in 2004, uh, the Olympics was held as part of the St. Louis exposition and, yeah as distinct from now where the Olympics is held in a very tight number of weeks and has a, a very clear and distinct beginning and end uh in those days there it was a much longer trajectory. they'd do a sport then they'd relax and they'd do another sport but uh boxing was introduced at not as a full fledged sport but as an exhibition in nineteen o four men's boxing was uh came in as an exhibition that was sanctioned by the um, Olympic Committee. Um, And there was, however, an exhibition of women's boxing at the St. Louis exhibition, but it was not sanctioned as an Olympic exhibition, but it was there. And there are photographs of the women who contested that sport uh, did pretty decently. Um, uh, they were in these enormous bloomers. They look like Michelin <laughs> ladies. <It's really laughs> kind of funny.
0: Knickerbockers.
1: Yeah. They're very, very wide. Um, but, uh, whereas the men's boxing was picked up in 1908, we didn't see women in another Olympics for, you know, a hundred right. years. So
0: Damn. That's incredible history right yeah. there. But speaking of the downfall of boxing, my mm-hmm. favorite MMA fighter turned boxer Anderson Silva We'll be fighting Jake Paul on October this,
2: 29th. <laughs> this is what Showtime puts on. instead yes, of women's Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, my yeah, gosh. Yeah. I'm like a oh retired, a, a retired MMA fighter. Like who was a real. good, was a really good striker. And we tie background in, uh, you know, in MMA. Right. Uh, like like Brazil, but
0: they need that money, though. You know, I get it. And then Lomachenko uh, is fighting on the 29th as well.
1: Yeah. So you got Lomachenko, you got Katie Taylor, and uh our man Jake Paul. Ooh. Right. And
0: Bivol is fighting again, of course, in the in the United Arab Emirates.
1: Yes. And that who there's somebody else on that card. Um there's a woman on that card. Uh look look up the card.
0: I'll have to pull the card up. But uh I Yeah, have... there's
1: a there's a female fight on there that's pretty good. Um I'll I'll look it up really
2: quickly. Yeah, okay. Taylor. And what's, Clarissa, what's Clarissa Shields? No, that's November do next? 5th. Is what Clarissa Shields ne- has
1: an obligation. Um, With the
2: PFL supposed, MMA, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, she was supposed to fight in December on PFL. There, there's a uh, they have their uh championship, um, and she was gonna fight in a special attraction. Um, whether she will fight or not is up to we'll see. It doesn't give her a lot of time to train. Because of you know, right? With the fight on the eighth, she had enough time. Fight on the fifteenth, and um, she needs to you know have some recovery time, so that's a concern. So w- we we're not sure. And then after that, uh, um, it's an open question: what happens after that? Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and in answer to your question on the Bivol card, is Chantel Cameron and Jessica McCaskill? Oh, damn! Super light. <laughs> I right. mean, that's going to be undisputed, babe. Yeah. This is huge.
0: <laughs> I might have to break down and watch that.
1: You're gonna, And that's going to be on DAZN. Um, yeah,
0: I'll be damn, watching that. That's
1: going to be friggin' yeah. big. That's a fight. because McCaskill's a dog, man. She is a dog in the ring. And Chantel Cameron is strong as hell. Ooh. That's going to be a fight. And that'll be at super light, not at Welter. So Uh-oh. Cameron's coming down to do that fight. It's, a, it's not at 147. 140.
2: So, right. Well, we will see what happens.
1: Interesting. So uh, then, in terms of what happens after uh, that, there, you know, uh, the, uh, the Shields team is looking at what what's going to happen. Where does she go? Is she going to come back down to 154 and slaughter everybody at the the next group at 154? Does she reclaim that? Because you got a whole new group in there. You got Dakar. Well, she's already defeated Dakar, but uh and Dakar will like. Has a good chance of losing to to Jonas. So you got Jonas, you got Harper. You know, <laughs> so who's she going to fight at one fifty four? Whether it's really possible for Shields to come down to one forty seven? That's a that's tough. She's a big girl.
2: No, that's, that's a too, lot of weight. Too much. I
1: think too it's much. too far. And then uh, and then it's like, well, is anybody going to come up to one fifty four? Does she go back up to one fifty? one uh you know do, does she fight Franchon? she doesn't particularly want to but what they said was show me the money you got the money we'll do the fight Yep. because and that would be exciting because she'll i mean she'll is a better boxer but <laughs> Franchon, to this day even getting hit by by marshall and she respected her power she'll said oh uh-uh, baby <laughs> It was for Sean who really kicked my ass. Oh, wow. That's the one, She's the one that really hurt me. Wow. <laughs>
0: not
1: Marshall. Marshall may have taken my sight. I mean, yeah, I got She hits hard, but not as hard as for Sean.
0: <laughs> wow. So did uh, Clarissa say her eye is okay? She didn't yeah, tear a retina. It's okay. It's, no,
1: no, it's, it's okay. okay. It was no, just, hard. she just got hit. Right. She, she got, got little, whacked. Yeah. She got whacked. She got a little boo-boo up there. Right. So, but otherwise she's. Oh, That was the other thing she said about getting cut. She said, you know, I've been cut before. It's okay. I know what to do. I am not going to fall apart. Right. Exactly. You'll be all right.
0: (laughs) All right. What else you guys got over here? Eddie, you got anything else you want to talk about before we say goodbye?
2: Yeah, just uh, the Patreon article that I did. I talked about earlier. Make sure to subscribe to that page so you don't have to put up with, with all the nonsense and misinformation and disinformation and Amateur journalists, uh, amateur boxing journalists, posing as as professional boxing journalists and compromised boxing journalists and all of that stuff. So go to patreon.com slash Eddie Goldman. When you subscribe, by the way, you not only get the current article, the September of my boxing years, you get all (laughs) the articles on there that date back a couple of years. So you can... uh, go and see a whole bunch of different topics mainly about boxing but also the combat sports also some articles about wrestling and combat sports and martial arts in general but the the main emphasis is on boxing and you can check me out on twitter at nhb news where we post a lot of uh, political things and get into discussions about that and sports and boxing and baseball and uh Sometimes just some good old music, too. That's right.
0: You watch you out for sing? Eddie singing.
2: Yeah, <laughs> not, I do not sing on Twitter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Melissa. All tell right. everybody where they can find you, baby.
2: Well, you know, on, on
1: Saturday, I will be at the International Women's Boxing Hall of Fame Amazing. at the Orleans Hotel in Las Vegas, baby. We start at 7 o'clock. It's going to be an exciting night. If you're in Vegas or can get to Vegas, Go on the I- IWBHF uh, website. You can get tickets. There's still a few seats left.
0: For it's streaming, really can be... they stream that? Can we get tickets for I streaming? I don't
1: know if it's if it will be streaming. I promise I will put it out on Twitter. Uh,
0: the yeah, last I heard it I can't was make not, it.
1: there were some issues last year. If we can get it streamed this year, that'll be awesome, and I'll put it out on Twitter for you all. All right, cool. Uh, but My Twitter is uh, at Girl Boxing Now. Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram mostly about boxing. And then I do my political rants because, hey, women need help, man. That's
0: right. Woo. That's right. And
1: then, uh, Other than that, girlboxing.org. If you feel like reading the history of women's boxing is available for you on
0: um, Amazon. Amazon. That's right. The
1: UK or in the USA.
0: That's and right. Other
1: than that, just peace and be happy and, and uh,
0: have fun watching boxing that's right thank you guys for tuning in i am your fight goddess and you guys can find me on instagram at fight goddess fitness and on twitter i am that black angry woman so you can find me at angry afro radio you guys we'll see you next week we're going to talk to you guys after melissa comes back with her report from the international women's boxing hall of fame so I can't wait for that show. I hope you guys do stream that, Melissa. Tell them they need to stream that. I will. As as I said, I'll put it out on Twitter. Right. All right. Until next time, you guys, peace, love, and push up.